Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News. With all of your Bachelor content today, September 11th, 2023, let's jump right into it. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, of course, we're going to have a story here about Caitlin Bristow. She interviewed Dotton and Charity, and Dotton gave her some pretty good advice. So we're going to hear their clip. That'll be our clip of the day at the end of today's episode, so stay tuned for that. Plus, I'm going to get into what Zach Clark finally reveals about his relationship with Tasha Adams. We'll have that story and a couple other non-Bachelor stories to dive right into, including Ashton Kutcher having a rough week. Not as bad as Danny Masterson's week, but um, he's getting crazy criticized left and right. Joe Jonas is very excited that the pressure and focus is off of him after his breakup with Sophie Turner. And did I, did I call him Joe Jonas? Joe Turner? Sophie Jonas? Whatever. You guys got it. And it is the anniversary, uh, the sad anniversary of 9-11. You know the term never forget, right? Well, every year it's a good reminder uh, to think about all of our loved ones and how we can be better versions of ourselves, and to appreciate our lives every single day. Here's an article that's interesting to me regarding 9-11. Two new victims identified 22 years later advanced DNA testing. Uh, you might be like me and not, didn't realize that so many of the victims of the 9-11 attacks actually have never been identified. So two new 9-11 victims have been identified years later through DNA, a testament to modern science, but also to the fact over a thousand lost souls remain nameless even today. New York City officials made the announcement a few days before the 22nd anniversary of September 11th, saying a man and woman's remains have now been linked to a profile, although their names are being withheld at the request of their families. They mark the 1648th and 1649th victims to be identified in the years since the attack. A total of 2,753 New Yorkers perished on 9-11, so there's many more who continue to be anonymous in the system. A terrible day um, in U.S. history, and one that we won't soon forget. So, Take a moment, and if given the choice between anger or love, or given the choice between frustration or grace, uh, take a deep breath with me today, and let's just be kind to others, and maybe remind ourselves and others that uh, love is a higher frequency than hate, and we have it all within us. It is free, and we can offer that to others, and in turn, we'll probably receive it ourselves. So I also, speaking of love, had a fantastic weekend. My younger brother uh, married his longtime girlfriend. Uh, they uh, are celebrated in Newport, Rhode Island at St. Mary's, a church that also wed one John F. Kennedy. It's a very well-known and beautiful church in the heart of a beautiful city of Newport, Rhode Island, and we celebrated with beautiful friends. Now, sadly, very sadly, my wife got sick and, um, you know, Kind of very hard to talk about because it be, for me, she's okay. Okay, she's okay. I, I, I should start with that. She she came down with COVID. She thought she might have had strep and she tested positive for COVID, but not just tested positive. She was very, feeling very, very ill and found that news out um, Saturday morning, hours before the ceremony. And it chokes me up to think about because um, our family has so much love in it that to not have a specific chance to share that love can be very challenging. Um, for no other reason than I love to showcase our love to my family and my family's love to her. And if there's anything um, 
that I could offer as far as advice for that situation, I would say it is that it's a reminder of how powerful love can be and the grace and humility um, to know that there's something greater, that, you know, the sum of two parts in, in that relationship. And, you know, I didn't plan on even getting you know, remotely emotional, emotional thinking about it because there are so many greater hardships and not to have a what, what about ism, but you know, it was a hurdle to cross, but it was also a mirror and reminder to me how, how much love there is to share. So while in, in so far, no one else has tested positive, but it, again, not, you know, to a lot of people that might not be close to my situation, you might just think this is a silly thing to talk about. But, but, but just as a reflection of um, all we try to preach here, which is, you know, we have fun, we talk about stupid topics, but we also get deeper. And I just have to say, I was very fortunate that we were able to have a good rehearsal dinner and other aspects of the wedding, but it was very crushing news to find out she was going to have to miss all of the festivities. But we will be back. We will continue to share our love with our family and we will continue to um, uh, find new ways to love our family. And, you know, families are tough because we, look, it's a, sh- it's a show about Bachelor, right? And it's a conversation about pop culture. But what we have to remember is what binds us is the common denominator of love, of hate, of breakups, of 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 engagements, of proposals, of all these different things. And, you know, my, this hurdle um, uh, of my wife, you know, getting sick and, and ill and she's on the mend and on the recovery, but this hurdle where, where you're not often told no. And we were told, no, we were told, no, she has to rest. And I said, maybe you could walk by and wave. And she just wasn't feeling good. But we had a family member who's a priest and another who's a doctor. And they were able to talk to her from a respectable social distance. And look, I, some people get COVID and it doesn't even phase them. They're asymptomatic, but you know, she's, she's uh, battled a bunch of different things in her immune system had a rough go with it but she's on the mend and her fever went down and all of that so in advance i'd like to say thank you guys all for all the love and 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 support and i have to say i want to shout out to emily we had uh you know i was in the bridal party as a groomsman and the oldest groomsman my brother's 12 years younger than me so as an older groomsman and i um as an older groomsman, I have to say it's very challenging uh, to be the old guy when there's all these young, early college, whatever. But I, it was very nice when um, I showed up to the rehearsal dinner and one of the uh, bridesmaids and bridesmaid's sister, two sisters, said they listened to the podcast Bachelor Rush Hour right here. So a big shout out to Emily from Connecticut uh, for being a member of our community and also a member of the wedding. And maybe Emily might have, listen, I might have saw on the dance floor that Emily might have kissed one, a member, another member of the, of the bridal party. So it looks like bachelor rush hour might be at the center of a dramatic side love story. Uh, we're, <laughs> we're always here to follow it. Nothing like a good wedding to kick off another relationship. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, uh, maybe they were just, uh, overcome with the, um, Jameson and gingers who knows folks, but, um, your boy's got his eyes on love that's for sure all right so let's go do some non-bachelor content i tell you what i'm going to share a little bit of this ashton kutcher story and a couple other stories going on here right after a quick word from our sponsor and we're back with a rough week for mila kunis am i pronouncing that right in ashton kutcher uh they essentially wrote a character statement for convicted rapist danny masterson scientologist and former star of that 70s show danny masterson and 
people got very upset. Now, here's their response to the character um, statements they made in defense of him. Not, not I guess, because they thought he was innocent, but because they thought he wasn't a menace to society. I'm not really sure. We'll play what they have to say, and then I'm going to play all of the clips of damning um, Ashton Kutcher moments um, in an effort, I believe po- folks are trying to cancel them. And you can decide to support them or not. That's not my call. But I do want to play both uh, pieces of content here. So here's uh, Ashton and Mila talking about um, their statements. Have a listen as I play it right now. We are aware of the pain that has been caused by the character letters that we wrote on behalf of Danny Masterson. We support victims. We have done this historically through our work and will continue to do so in the future. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read. Um, and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. We would never want to do that. And we're sorry if that has taken place. Our heart goes out to every single person who's ever been a victim of sexual assault, sexual abuse, or rape. So there they are. So they were very clear about their statement. It's still horrible PR. Horrible PR um, to, to, you know, during a a sentencing of a rapist because he was convicted of rape of rape uh, of mul- I think I believe of multiple women. It's like, you know, you can defend your relationship with him, but at the same time, what good does that do? And I think in a normal non-celebrity world, that's fine. Now with all of the character statements that were sent in, the uh, judge still gave Danny Masterson the highest um, uh, ruling, which was 30 years to life uh, because a lot of audience members are upset at Ashton Kutcher and Mila for giving their um, witness statements. Um, some of these past examples of problematic behavior have come out. Here is Ashton Kutcher commenting on then 15-year-old Hillary Duff. And, you know, this thing, you know, radio DJs used to do this. They would have like a countdown clock till the Olsen twins hit 18. Of course, because uh, the underlying reason is that's when they're legal to date. So here's a compilation that was posted regarding some of that problematic conversation. is in Lizzie McGuire. She also has an album out. Um, she's going to be in a movie called Cheaper by the Dozen. And she's one of the girls that we're all waiting for to turn 18, along with the Olsen twins. Any 15-year-old... So and he talked about any 15 year old blah 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 and this wasn't this was on some MTV TV show this I don't remember what the name of the show was but you guys remember uh, this this was not rare this wasn't behind the scenes this is the type of conversation that was normalized at that time we look back on it like yikes here's Danny Masterson being interviewed for that 70s show the convicted rapist Danny Masterson and here's him referring to how hot Mila was when she was 14. Uh, I didn't Working know. Yeah, and she was as hot as she was, you know, 14. 14, she was even hotter. But I'm not allowed to say that. She was. He said at 14, she was even hotter. Am I allowed to say that? And the answer now is no. 
14 when we started the show. I was like 19, right? Right. And they're like, okay, you guys are going to be making out in this scene. And I'm like thinking like, wait, this is like slightly illegal. She says she's never kissed a guy. And of course, Ashton was an adult. I think it was 19. The point being is that, uh, first of all, I don't know what situations got Mila onto the show. She lied about her age. That's a whole different conversation. Not her fault. Uh, you, you know, you still have parent parental control. Even if she lied about being 16, she still needs parents to sign off on things and all of that. So it's, it's an ongoing conversation in pop culture about, um, you know, um, the about Ashton and Mila that are you know having different society. They have different organizations to help with sex trafficking and things like that. And yet, folks are very upset that they, uh, I guess, would say defended Danny Masterson. And they're saying that they are not defending him. They're just sharing their personal experiences with him, which are it's fine to have these character statements, I guess. But what good does that? I mean, imagine if someone was convicted of shooting and murdering somebody else. Do you then get a chance to send a character statement about that person i mean maybe i don't know how it all works out i just think it's um and the judge clearly did not take it into consideration because it did not change his ruling all right so we're going to get to the conversation around caitlin bristow and Dotton and all that in a second but first bachelorette alumni zach clark reflects on Tasha adams engagement and says i don't live in regret i've got a video which is doing very well now on youtube if you want to watch it that shares multiple clips from his conversation with Ben and Ashley I on the Almost Famous podcast. Of course, you know, Zach Clark uh, suffers from addiction. He's um, sober, clean and sober. And Ben talks about his addiction. He had to pain meds. And it's a great conversation. At the end of this trusted conversation, Ashley does a great job. I mean, maybe the Pulitzer Prize uh, nominee for The Bachelor World as far as her ability to relate to the audience at hand. You know, Zach even mentioned, he goes, you know, I'm never talking about these types of things, but I just feel so calm with you. And Ashley does such a good job. Not, I don't think there's any sort of um, strategy behind it. I just think she's a fan of the show. She's a fan of Zach's and she's curious. And that curiosity led to a great conversation where he said, in the moment, it felt real. It felt right. It was all of those things. I wouldn't change it. And that was, of course an aspect of how great of a proposal he had with Tasha. Um, it was a really great moment. He said, I don't live in regret. It's a very special moment in time and in my life, regardless of what happened. And then he said, you know, good people don't always make for a good relationship. And uh, they just weren't meant to be. And that's okay, folks. That's okay. In other news, things that aren't meant to be. How about Gary Busey, Busey with a driver's license? Fallout from alleged hit and run. Cops want him to retake driver's license, which is a great idea. He's 79 years young. Huh? And I think, uh, I think, I think post 65, maybe post 70, we should have eye exams for drivers and things like that. I mean, we live in a world where we, we all have access to Uber and things like that. Driving can be dangerous, you know, at least, uh, you know, so you hate to say it, but so many accidents are caused or come from people that are impaired and you can be impaired for multiple reasons, both uh, drugs and chemicals and things like that. But also because you're at an age where, you know, maybe, maybe, and it's hard for people to take the keys away, but maybe at a certain age, I don't know how else to do uh, I don't know how else to enact a policy where you have to retake tests, but I, I think you should be do that with, I think you should have to retake uh, mental health exams for owning guns. I think you should do it for driving cars and maybe anything else that may cause harm, harm to others. 
And speaking of harm caused, Michael Irvin, who, by the way, I ran into Michael um, in Mel- on Melrose a few weeks ago, and he was looking very happy. And now I know why. Settles lawsuit with Marriott and returns to the NFL Network. Michael Irvin was back analyzing games on the NFL Network on Sunday after he settled his $100 million defamation lawsuit against Marriott. The Dallas Cowboys legend was all smiles as he was introduced by host saying on the show, it's good to be here. Uh, what was the lawsuit all about? Uh, the appearance marked the first time Michael had been on the network since February after he had been suspended following allegations he was inappropriate with a Marriott employee during Super Bowl week in Phoenix. Their worker who Irving or Irvin ID'd as Jane Doe in court documents alleged that Michael Irvin had stopped her near the hotel's bar, told her she was attractive, and then asked her whether she knew anything about having a, um, uh, I can't even say, uh, per, you know, Person inside of her, he said other words. Irvin was adamant that claims were not true, and he filed a lawsuit against Marriott a short time later, saying the hotel giant's employees and management inaccurately and inflammatorily accused Mr. Irvin of misconduct to the National Football League, costing him tens of millions of dollars. Irvin and his attorney, Levi McCathern, released a video of the apparent interaction between the two and said it showed nothing more than a brief, innocuous conversation so how about that a hundred million dollars i mean wow Uh, you know very i never even heard of this story so very interesting all right one last story before we get to um our featured clip of the day the caitlin bristow interview with um dot and in charity one last story right here drew barrymore announces talk shows return writers guild slams her so drew barrymore obviously is a member of the screen actors guild because she is uh, you know an actress uh, as seen seen in the movie et and uh 51st dates two very different movies from very different decades um and but but as a member of the Screen Actors Guild, that only protects you when you're playing a character, when you're playing yourself. Like in an interview, you do not have to follow the Screen Actors Guild rules unless you're promoting a Screen Actors Guild project. Well, writers work on TV shows, and now that the writers are on strike as well, the talk shows should not be working. Drew Barrymore's popular talk show is coming back to a TV near you. Is it a popular talk show? This despite the fact that there's still a couple strikes going on and one guilt is effectively calling her a scab. Now, a scab, of course, is when you cross a picket line. Uh, as a union member. Drew Barrymore posted this. I made a choice to walk away from the MTV Film and Television Awards because I was the host and had a direct conflict with what the strike was dealing with, which was studio, streamers, film, and television. It was also in the first week of the strike, and so I did what I thought was the appropriate thing at the time to stand in solidarity. Well, first, I have to correct her there. Just because it's the first week or the 50th week, the point of a strike is to put financial and monetary pressure on the people you're striking against. So yeah, you have to maintain that solidarity, not just in the first week, but in the 80th week. She said, and to be clear, our talk show actually wrapped on April 20th, so we never had to shut down the show. However, I am also making the choice to come back for the first time in this strike for our show that may have my name on it, but this is bigger than just me. I own this choice. We are in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television that is struck of any kind. We launched live on a global pandemic. Our show was built for sensitive times, and none of that matters. She said, we have navigated difficult times since we first came on air, and so I take a step forward to start season four once again with an astute humility. Again, I understand the idea that the strike is putting out a lot of non-striking unions, uh, but the point is, is that if everyone can stick together during a strike, that they'll put more pressure on the producers for equitable uh, circumstances like fair pay and things like that. So yikes, Drew, not going to be a good look for you. All right, we'll have our featured clip right after this quick word from our sponsor. 
All right, here's Caitlin Bristow interviewing Dotton and Charity about their love life, and she gives them advice, and they give her advice in return. Have a listen. When they when they meet you, it's the people that are hiding that are the loud, mean ones. Yes, <laughs> the keyboard warriors. You you know how it is, um, and you know it's talking about the the chaos and the public and everyone being so invested in your relationship. Do you feel pressure to act a certain way in public because? I know these pictures come out and, oh, they look unhappy and blah, blah, blah. And it's Literally, so stupid. I'm sorry. He's teasing over your screen with my hand. Literally that. Because I'm just like, we're just being humans. Like, I don't care. Like, humans. I, sometimes I don't feel like I have, like, a resting bitch face, but sometimes I might. And it might just be when I'm with him walking down the street. Dot and find out what her resting bitch face is and just be okay with it because it's going to scare you. You're going to wake up. You're going to see your lady. You're going to be like, what the hell happened to you? What's wrong? And she's going to be like, what are you talking about? I'm perfectly fine. You're going to be like, all right, never mind. Carry on, carry on. It does not mean that I'm like not happy. I don't know. It's exactly, yes, you bringing that up. Um, I do not feel pressure at all to um, perform or put on like how I have been during the show, how I am outside of it as we are navigating life. Like you're going to get charity loss in 100% of the time whether that's the good charity or the bad charity, so be it. <laughs> and I, I think that's me, real. talk yeah. about how we have like a similar like life path in a way. And I'm sure it applies <laughs> to you too. But for me, like I've spent so much of my life being comfortable with mm. who I am and in my mm. own skin. There's no way I'm ever going to let like some stupid <laughs> person, like why would I listen to, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. insane. I would never do that. Um, <laughs> so Don goes, why would I let, why would I let some stupid person bring my day down? And, and, and Caitlin's like, Oh boy, I don't know. And I side with Caitlin here where, um, I, feel the the hate and have a hard time scrubbing it when it happens and i'm sure caitlin's the same way this itch that you want to scratch to correct a troll to find the humanity in a troll or we say troll but sometimes they're just normal people grandmothers and daughters and random men and and sometimes they're not actively trying to sow disarray they're just an a-hole or passive aggressive or whatever and it would probably be so much easier to just never respond to them Ooh, but let me tell you, for those that don't understand, uh, it's it's uh, it's an itch that is very hard to lay off sometimes. I'm so just living life. I'm just people are going to talk. And of course, like, again, that just comes to the territory. So um, mm-hmm. I think we're both well aware of that. We discuss it like openly and often and continue to communicate about it. And so um, it's been, yeah, I don't even, that's just, it's just funny to me. I'm just like, okay. I <laughs> am inspired. Hashtag inspired because I like, I've gone through this for eight years. So eight years I've been dealing with love, support, trolls, hate, ups, downs, all the things. And, you know, going through a public breakup brings out the loud people who just are like, you know, people want to pick sides and they want to be on teams. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I'm just over here trying to respect the mutual breakup and just like live, live my life. And then people are just like, ew, you look way too happy right now. And I'm like, I'm not allowed to be happy. Like, you like should, I don't know. Be, so I'm inspired because you're like, I don't care what these people think. It's kind of funny to me. I'm like, yeah, what? Caitlin, come on. 
bitch. Figure it out. Caitlin says, come on, bitch, figure it out. And the question is, can you change your personality type where you let things roll off your shoulder or not? And maybe, and maybe Caitlin's just deeper into this game where she's been criticized from so many different angles that the 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 mischaracterizations have gotten the best of her. Uh, but maybe, maybe the best advice we get are from the newcomers who kind of have an outside fresh perspective. Let's listen to Dotton's advice. I mean, it's like, let me ask you this. Are you doing the best you can in this life to be a good person and do good? Yes. That's my saying. Not that I created it. Trying the best with the information we have. And, and Caitlin says, yes, I'm trying my best. Then that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just Thank the bottom you. line. Like, truly. And if you're comfortable with that and you're confident in that, then that's all anyone can do. Mm-hmm. And you just hope that they you're do right. the same. So, like, period. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not- I love that. I love that because a lot of people will say like, oh, don't let them get to you or they're just, you know, these sad people. But I like the bottom line where it's just like, am I doing my best? Am I being my best self? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, that is the bottom line. We need to make that a slogan over here. And that is the bottom line. And that's the bottom line. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for me. Tomorrow is my last day in the mobile studio setup. I'll be interviewing Jared from Bachelor in Paradise uh, on a remote location in Rhode Island. So honk if you see us. And we'll have more content for you throughout the week. I appreciate all the support as I've been traveling. And we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll keep you posted on all the news, both in the entertainment world and in Bachelor Nation. As always, and by the way, just as a side note, I recorded this while giving some behind-the-scenes interviews with my wife, Tasha. I mentioned, of course, that she wasn't feeling well. Well, we got her on camera. She has emerged from her slumber. And if you want to watch that conversation, it's on Patreon, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. And that's going to do it for me. I'm Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour, and that's the bottom line. Bottom line.